0: welcome back to keeping it real i'm your host ed smith and in today's episode i was joined by my new friend deb and we talked a lot about her battle with depression how she's gotten through it where god sits in her life and what she plans on doing for herself next and how she plans on helping people it was an amazing conversation tune in and enjoy
1: i don't want to be on my phone but i can't be alone Welcome to the modern way. I'm trying to be somebody I'm
0: not, but it's not what I want And tell me there's another way all of the lights are chased enough i faded All the cheap feels, were only
1: time wasted. Tell me why society's plans should define who I am Surely there's a high way. All of my best friends are Oh, and yeah.
0: The only way to do that is to be open. But uh, it sounds pretty good, so we can just get going. Okay. That's awesome. So you're just at church, and uh, what do you practice? Christianity?
1: Yeah, I'm a Christian. Yeah. Yeah, I'm an evangelical Christian. That's awesome. Um. I've been going to church since I was, like, really little. Uh-huh. So I just... I've grown up at that church, so, like, yeah. I feel like everyone's my family there. So that's, that's awesome. Cool. Yeah.
0: And it's cool that, like, you've grown up with it and your family introduced you to it, and you, like, resonated with it and mm-hmm. stayed with it. Like, a lot of people were brought up in that environment kind of veer away from it.
1: Yeah, I kind of drifted off a little bit. Like, when I was younger, uh-huh. I didn't really feel like I was connected to God. Um, but I feel like I've gotten, like, that connection back over the years. Like, yeah. How? Like, um... So, I mean, I used to struggle a lot with, like, depression, so Mm -hmm. I felt like if, if I had, like, a God, like, that he would take that away from me.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, and so, like, I started, like, drifting off, you know, like, doing my own thing, going to parties and stuff.
0: Is this when, before depression or when depression was happening? When depression was
1: happening. So, I would just, like, go to parties and stuff with my friends, like, act like nothing was going on with my life, and I would just put up a front, you know? Uh Um... And then, recently, like, maybe about three years ago, I started coming closer to God again. Did um, He come
0: to you, or did you seek Him?
1: I feel like it was it was kind of like a mutual thing, you know? Uh-huh. Like, I went to an encounter. Um, like, it's where you go to, like, a retreat and stuff. And then, I felt like the Holy Spirit, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, I felt like, I felt... I kind of like told God to like come into my life again, and I was like like if you if you're real and you could take this depression again, like depression away, like just come into my life yeah. and like move where like whatever you want to do, like take away friends that are toxic, take away relationships that are like toxic and stuff, and then he did that, and then I was like, oh, God's, how, like, how do you God's do it? um a lot of my friends turned their back on me when I told them about what I was going through, uh-huh. And then I was like, oh, okay, like... And you
0: didn't force it, you took that as a Yeah, side. I was
1: like, okay, like... the smart. Yeah, I was like, oh, dang, like... <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, is real. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's so funny. Yeah. And you asked, "Um, you said toxic friends, what were the other things you wanted to take away?
1: Um, I actually suffered with, like, a lot of eating disorders uh-huh. when I was younger. Um, I used to feel like... I don't know, I I saw, like, my brother, he was so fit, like, Uh and everything, and then a lot of, like, of my family members, they would make fun of how, like, chubby I was, and a lot of kids at school would also bully me and stuff, so, um... What age is
0: this, like, middle school? Yeah, like, middle school. Uh
1: Uh-huh. Um, like, starting sixth grade, maybe? And then my parents were going through, like, a rough time in their, like... In their relationship. Yeah, in their relationship, so I felt like... I felt like everything was my fault, you know, like, it wasn't...
0: Yeah, and...
1: Cause I'm like my parents, like only like biological child. You know, like my uh-huh. older brothers are like my dad's stepsons, so like I felt like that I was the reason why they would always fight and stuff. Really? Yeah. So then I'd be like, if I um, if I weren't alive, like, oh my god, I could like that's tough. Yeah.
0: I've never been in that position, and I can't imagine. But I I understand, like, being a compassionate person, like that's you could definitely fall into that path. And did yeah. you ever express that to them? Were you ever like, do you ever talk about like, why is this me or is this like, cause it clearly it wasn't and you. Yeah. Like that was something in your head, but how did you kind of get through that?
1: Um, just recently I like told them maybe like about a That's year awesome. and a half ago. Yeah. I told them that I felt that way because they also saw me being distant with them.
0: Uh huh.
1: Um, and like my whole family and my friends as well. Like when I was younger, maybe, yeah, like, middle school, um, I would stop eating. I didn't want to eat anything my mom made. I w- if they would go out to dinner, I'd be like, I don't really want to go. Mm-hmm. I would stay at home as much as, like, I could. I didn't want to do anything. I had, like, no motivation. And then, like, last year, maybe, I think I just, like, broke down and I, would, like, told my mom about everything and how it's I felt. came out. Yeah.
0: That's what happens. Yeah, and yeah.
1: then I just, like, it was kind of, like, weird because i don't really express Uh like how i feel with everyone because i always want it's hard yeah i feel like i i've always been that person that's like there to listen to my friends or Mm -hmm. like listen to other people vent and like no one ever does that to me yeah but i think i got like in an argument with my mom or something and i was like this is why i felt like this when i was younger blah, blah blah and then i just broke down and told her everything and was
0: she receptive to all of it
1: yeah she was like like, what the hell? <laughs> she was like, she was like, I did not know any of that. And I was like, yeah, like I never told anyone and I had to go through it for like maybe five years.
0: That's, uh, that's yeah. tough. And it's tough. Cause like now you realize that if like you released it, it would have been easier to get through. But in the moment you almost don't know what to do. Were you, um, medicating when you were depressed? No, no, you never no. medicated. And so you were a part of, the church and believed in God and had a relationship with him and then when all this happened you you fell fell away from him and mm-hmm. then depression came into your life what was what was the turning point so you said you went to that encounter but what was like the big turning point where you like I got it because you you expressing those emotions to your mother was after finding God again correct.
1: yeah so- um I I feel like suicide is never the answer because you always have, like, more ahead in your Mm -hmm. life. And I felt like, like, that was the turning point. I didn't want to die, but I also, like, didn't want to feel that way anymore, Yeah, you know? And, like, I would self-harm. I wouldn't, like, like I said, I didn't eat. So I was, like, I lost a lot of weight. Like, and it was, it wasn't really good, but I would also, like, cut. And, um like, no one ever knew about that. Like, none of my friends... Um, and I feel like this is, like, something I don't talk about with anyone. I yeah. I think I only have, like, one or two close friends that I've told about this. That's so, it's, wild. like, it's kind of, like, weird. But, like, I want people to, like, understand that if you need help, like, yeah. you need to get that help. And it's that awesome help. that, yeah. like,
0: this is helping you just releasing it. And yeah. Stuff. Like, normalizing these things helps people get through, them, you know? And, like, that's awesome that you want to share your story for that reason. Yeah. And, like, that's so awesome you recognize it, like you fell into it, but you all, you seem to always have good faith, you know, like you seem to always believe in the concept of faith, Yeah. and like understand that it does happen for a reason, and like death isn't the answer, and that's tough, it is tough, and I, like just my knowledge of depression is solely from speaking to people who had it, like I, I know the bare minimum, but like that's very impressive that you could recognize those things, and you called for God back in your life, because you knew how he made you feel before,
1: yeah, um, but I think I got invited to that encounter from like one of my like childhood friends. Because mm-hmm. um, I mean, I still had gone to like encounters before, but it was like I wasn't feeling anything. Mm-hmm. You know, like the Holy Spirit. I feel like you have to like ask Him to enter your life. Cause, you have to seek it. Yeah, a lot you of people have to, tell
0: me you have to. You have to seek for Him to come to you.
1: Yeah, because God is a gentleman. Uh-huh. That's that's what the Bible says. He's a gentleman. So I felt like I didn't want to feel that way anymore. And I, I was like, I don't want to die. Yeah. Like I knew, I knew that's like straight up. I didn't want to die, but I also like, didn't want to feel that way anymore. And I was like, well, I mean, the only way that I could feel better is like probably going back to God. Mm-hmm. And it was like perfect timing when my friend told me like, oh, let's go to this encounter. Cause it was like, I think it was during spring break or something like that. And I was like, okay, like I'll go. <laughs> and then, <laughs> um, we we went, and I think by, like, the first night, I already, like, I was, like, I just want something to change in my life. Uh-huh. And I was, like, like, God, you do what you have to do, and, like, <laughs> and then I just felt, like, the Holy Spirit and his presence, like, enter.
0: Which was, wh- what is that? Like, you said you didn't feel it, but then you did feel it. What's...
1: I I didn't feel, like, I felt, I felt alone, uh-huh. you know, and I felt like I had, like, this burden on me all the time. Like, my parents' relationship, like, falling apart is because of you. Like, your brothers don't love you. Your mom doesn't love you, blah, blah, But once I felt like the Holy Spirit enter, I felt like like this weight lifted off of me. Interesting. And, like, I, I felt like, I felt relieved. Mm-hmm. I think that's the word to use. Like, I felt like There's help. this, yeah, this breath of relief. And it's like, he gave you life and he's the only one that could take it away from you. And the only reason why you're here is because he knew you before you were even born. Like, yeah. You have life because of him. And he's the only one that could like do anything to take it away. And you have to like use use your like take that moment. And like I, 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 I don't know. It was like something surreal, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I think it was I don't know if it was Cam on the last podcast that I heard where he said that he was like speaking the tongues of the Holy yeah, Spirit. Yeah.
0: It was him. He said yeah. he, would, he went to this, like, retreat or the, the camp, I yeah. forget, either or. And he said, like, he was just speaking through tongues and, like, he didn't even, like, that's when he believed in God. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's, like, kind of the same thing. By the third night, I remember um, one of the sermons that we were listening to, the, one of the preachers, she was like, if you want to feel the Holy Spirit in your life, like, just, like, start speaking in the tongues. And then I saw, like, people all around me speaking in tongues. And I was like, what the heck is going on? Like, I can't speak tongues, right?
0: What is tongues exactly? It's like,
1: it's like this language that you have with God. Like, I can't even understand myself when I'm speaking in tongues. But it's like so, it, this connection that you have with God. Like, you're speaking to him in a language. You're saying, like, like, you're singing a praise to him. Uh-huh. And and like that tongue and that language. And you don't think
0: about it, it's just coming out. It's just
1: coming out. It's like flowing. How,
0: how do you just get into that mindset?
1: I I feel like when I go into like deep, deep prayer, I like, I just start speaking in tongues. It just starts flowing.
0: Interesting. Yeah. It is. So it's interesting because Cam said he was speaking in tongues, tongues without finding God. So it seems like it's just in all of us and at any moment you could connect with it.
1: Yeah there's like different ways that the holy spirit can go into you like um i think i have a friend her sister i think when she received the holy spirit she got like the holy spirit but to heal people mm-hmm. so when she prays for people like she can heal them which is really cool it's like these different gifts that god gives you and i feel like everyone has it you just have to find like it. seek for it you know, I have to find it that was like that was also like one of the moments where i was like Christ like you're like that it was like so weird because I didn't even understand what I was saying but I knew that like God was the one that was listening to me and I knew that it was something so intimate that like I only wanted him to hear
0: interesting do you can you look back at when you speak in tongues and be like this is what I was saying or is it just
1: it's just like something in the moment
0: and what's the feelings behind it
1: I usually just break down and like cry and stuff um i don't know i just i don't even like know how to describe it because it's so like foreign yeah like it's so i can't it's like, i can't it's wrap so my head cool, around yeah. it
0: i've i've everyone i've talked about christianity on this podcast with has talked about speaking in tongues and i understood it was like a language they didn't know what would speak to god but the fact that you don't know even what you said is just wild to me like I don't know. It's just it's just wild that you get a feeling from a conversation without the words. You know, that's yeah. it. it's it's really cool.
1: Yeah, it's like talking to your best friend. I feel like
0: really. Yeah. And can you do it at any point? Like you could just do it at, like right before bed. You could do it at church. You could do it anywhere.
1: Um, I feel like I have to like get like deep into my prayer yeah. to speak tongues. Um, I don't. I know that a couple of people can like do it like just like that. Moment. Yeah. Um, and
0: they're super in tune with. Yeah. Jesus or God?
1: I mean, God and Jesus are the same. They're the same. Yeah, one. like the Holy Trinity, so the Father, the Son, yeah. and the Holy Spirit. Um,
0: I don't understand the the bridge to God. Then, like, what? So, like, the Jesus is the bridge to God. I get like you make a relationship with Jesus to get to God, but if they're the same thing, you're just making a relationship with God to get to God.
1: Pretty much, yeah. Like Jesus was made into human form to be that bridge to God mm-hmm. but they're literally like the same people because he's God's son you know
0: yeah I get it to
1: it's kind of confusing sometimes. It is I confuse confusing. myself sometimes <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah I don't know I feel like I have like a connection to God as well like it's it, your connection to Jesus and your connection to God I feel like it's the same thing and yeah like my opinion I feel like it's the same thing or if I'm connected Everyone to Jesus I'm connected that. to God Mhm. Like it doesn't I don't have but to you be have like to see... Jesus tell God this. Like yeah, I just yeah, I'm just yeah. like God like move in me. Like God do this for me like. But I'm also I also tell God like God if you need to do something in my life and take something out of my life like do that. Do you see that? Yeah, I feel like I like in many like things God has moved or changed my life. Like in in ways like I've lost like I said I've lost so many friendships. Because I've told my friends like, oh, like I had this eating disorder, and then they're like, what the heck? They like, yeah. don't be friends with you. Really? And, yeah, they're like. What age was this? This was probably like seventh or eighth grade, maybe, when I felt like. Sorry, that's my father. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Um, I felt like, like I wanted to tell someone, but maybe it wasn't like the right right person to tell. And then they were just like they weren't very supportive yeah. about it. They were like weird and then Stuck they like their egos. Yeah, they distanced themselves from me and I was like, Oh, okay, That's cool.
0: So wild. Girls are so odd in high school. In like yeah. certain senses like that. And I always I've talked about this multiple times. Like girls are just and guys, of course, but like there's like we like every time we talk about it it's like Every every story you hear about a girl going through high school, it's like oh I left I don't I can't talk to those girls oh I don't like that like f- group of friends and it it's instances like this where like the ego just gets too factored in and then next thing you know you lose relationships because of it you yeah. know and then like I think with guys what happens is like we say things in a joking manner so the like the feelings are still there where it hurts but you kind of just laugh it off yeah you know and like forget about it. And everyone does it constantly. Whereas, like girls, like just pick on one sometimes. You know, like you, like I don't know. It's very yeah. interesting.
1: It's it's so annoying. Like I find it so annoying. um, This is why I like having guy friends as well because it's like they. I know I know that guys like don't really judge that much. Like that's what I feel like. I feel like they do, but at the same time, like. They, not, not really, because I tell my brother, like, most of the things that's going on it, in my life.
0: I do agree with guys. Yeah. They don't judge to, it's kind of like, guys are always like, but whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? It, like, it's just kind of like. I feel like if I'm talking to a
1: guy, I'm talking to a wall, to be honest. Like, so, uh, some of my guy friends, like.
0: I get it, yeah. They, they won't
1: be, like, paying attention. And I'm like, okay, I could just rant to them about whatever, and then they, they, like, don't they won't care about it like later.
0: Yeah, I get what you're saying. But I feel
1: like if I tell like a girl something, they'll be like, oh, like I don't want to talk to you because you did this in your past. Like, oh, I don't want to be friends with you because of this. And I'm like, okay, like what does that have to do with the present? (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah. It's so, it is an odd dynamic and you you just see it in high school and like it's because you just stick all these kids figuring it out in the same building and like, it's tough, but yeah, with guys, it, there is a lot of judging there. And the the thing is, it comes out through humor. And I think that's why it's, like, overlooked as, like, yeah. whatever, in a sense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Whereas girls are kind of at their rawest form and just say it how it is. And, like, that's when things start to get, like, what I would say, vicious, in a sense. You know? Like, yeah. And a lot of girls have that same story where they're like, I found these girls were just toxic to me. And I it's odd because I think it's because, uh, I don't know, because you also see girls, like, group of friends that grew up with each other their whole life you know like i just it depends if it clicks or not but i want i wish i hope girls like continue to go back and rebuild those relationships Mm -hmm. because usually they do like after they figure out like oh that was just my ego in high school yeah interacting with your ego like now we're our true selves and we can go back and rekindle that relationship like that's what it's about
1: yeah um i also like found out like like the, my friend that invited me to the encounter, um, she was also going through like the same thing mm-hmm. and I like, was she
0: trying to find God or she had, she found, she him? had
1: found God. Yeah. Uh-huh. But it was kind of like the same situation with me where she like, she distanced herself for a while. Um, but like we've recently like started like talking again, like as like really, really close friends. Cause obviously she was like a childhood friend. But like you said, like we distance ourselves sometimes, and then we drift apart. But then we like but you got were, that. It almost seemed like back. you were
0: distancing each other because you had problems with yourself, not because you had problems with each other. Yeah, that's a big difference. It
1: was yeah. We were just like I, I feel like I distanced myself from like a lot of people, and I lost a lot of good friendships because like what I was going through, I felt like like no one liked me. Mm. But I feel like I got those friendships back after I had found myself, and I had myself. I had found myself in God as well.
0: Do you think if, do you, when you look back at those times, do you still feel like no one liked you during them or was that just what you were going through?
1: Um, I mean, maybe a couple of people didn't like me, but I feel like that was just something that I would tell myself all mm-hmm. the time.
0: I bet that's the yeah. case. You try, are you, is your goal to like rekindle any of those?
1: Yeah. A lot of them? Yeah, a lot of them. That's awesome. I feel like I've gotten closer to like my family as well. That's great. Which is really, really good. I have like a better relationship with my siblings and like my parents. Like, I feel like I could tell my parents anything now.
0: That's key. Like, it is so key to be... Like, starting in the home, having that ability to just release whatever you want Mm -hmm. is... It's it's wild because, like, as a kid, you don't even realize how much you lie sometimes, you know? Mm -hmm. just about little things and then it adds up and, like, it it does affect your soul in a sense, you know? Like, it's a weight. Yeah. And once you could, like, never let that weight keep piling on, you just keep releasing it all the time. It's... -hmm. it's, Life's a lot easier.
1: Oh, yeah. I, I... I feel like my parents are like my best friends.
0: That's awesome. Yeah,
1: I, um, I've gotten like super close to my mom and my dad, which is really really good. Cause it was like so bad before. I wouldn't even talk to them. I just closed myself in my room, like watch Netflix and stuff.
0: And they got through that hard time together. Yeah, they did. That's awesome. Like, and that's probably why you're so strong together now. Is because you all dealt with that pain and like you all express those feelings. Like when you, when you release what you were feeling back in the day about your parents going through those issues. Did they ever tell you anything, like, about themselves?
1: Yeah, and I feel like that's what also, like, made me feel like it was my fault, because I feel like my parents didn't really understand that I was going through a tough time as well. Uh Uh-huh. Like, they would just, like, my dad would tell me, like, crap about my mom. He'd be like, oh my god, she's so annoying. And then my mom would, like, come and tell me something about my dad, and I'd be like, okay, like, why am I in the middle of this? Yeah. I, like... I'm the youngest sibling of, like, three. So it's, like, why can't you tell, like, one of the other two? But they would always come to me. Yeah. And I felt like, like, it was, like, oh, it's my fault. Like, the reason why they're fighting is because you're alive. And, like, Jeez. I would I would tell myself, like, horrible things. Sometimes I would, like, imagine what my funeral would be like. Like, it was terrible. It was, it was like, it was so hard on me. Yeah. And I don't understand why, like why I would think those things it's because you were all
0: in your own world and just dishing out pain to each other and I I don't understand I don't know your family your parents relationship but like it sounds like unintentionally they were releasing pain on you and then not allowing you to bounce anything back just like dropping hard stuff on you and then you just have to sit there with yourself and collect that you know and like collect your thoughts and emotions on it and that's a tough position and like that's definitely what put you there
1: yeah, like, um, when they would tell me those things, like, like I said, like, I like to listen to people vent. Like, if you want to, like, vent to me, like, I'll, I'll be there and I'll listen to you. Mm-hmm. But I felt like sometimes when I wanted to say something, they'd be like, no, let me finish. Yeah. And I'd be like, okay. And then I would just go home, go to my room, and then I'd cry. I, I would literally cry myself to sleep for, like, a lot of the times. Wow. And then I would go to school and I'd feel, like, the same way. It was just, like, this ro like this rotation every single day it was like the same thing it was repeating and yeah i just think i got sick of it where like at one point i was like what would happen like if i just like killed myself right now
0: jesus
1: like i would go through like those thoughts and i think it was also because like my brother would be doing football and like my older brother he wasn't he would be at work Uh and then my parents would also come like around five or six So I was, I was at home, like, after school, just all by myself. And I would think, like, what would happen if, like, my brother found me dead in my room right now. That's
0: terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. You, you're not your thoughts, you know? Like, they come and go based on the time you're going through. And, like, I'm so sorry to hear that. Like, that's so tough to deal with at such a young age. But I'm so happy that you found your own faith and, like, Mm -hmm. you found something that's got you out of that, you know? Like a lot of people always ask me, like, a lot of Christians are like, why don't, like, you believe in so much of it, why don't you believe all of it? And like, Mm -hmm. I believe a good, like, a majority of it and I, like, practice a lot of it in a sense Mm -hmm. in my own daily life, but, like, there's still certain things, but, like, I don't care what your spirituality is as long as you're happy, you know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of people have been like, thinking I'm pushing my thing on them a little bit, but it's just, that's my thing. You no, know? I and totally I,
1: agree with you. Like, I honestly don't care what you believe in. I believe in, like, your happiness mm-hmm. and that your mental health has to be, like, in a good state.
0: And mental health yeah. is not addressed. It is, it's beginning to be addressed now, but it's, like, people don't know how to teach it. People don't know where to start, mm-hmm. you know? It's like, we try to break everything down to a science and we try to, like, make it educational and, like, make a curriculum around it, but it's almost like, the best way to work on mental health is just talking to someone, you know, like, oh, yeah. what do you think a therapist is, it's just to get all those emotions to another human being, you don't even need to know them, but like, I mean, I've seen a therapist be hit or miss, but like, it, it, it really is like just having these tough conversations with the ones who are close to you that make mm-hmm. you feel amazing, you know?
1: Yeah, um, I also feel like growing up in a Latino household, it's like, mental health isn't a very big topic, mm-hmm. Because like, like I said, I grew up at church and it was always like, it was like, that's the devil. Like that's, that's a demon. You just have to be liberated and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I felt like, no, like I could be Christian and I could still have like mental health problems. (laughs) Like, and that's what I had to explain to my parents. I was like, like, I went through this for the longest period of my life without any of you guys knowing, like, I I felt like I need to seek help and Mm -hmm. if it wasn't with you, like, I had to find someone else. And I would call, like, the suicide hotline. I think I mm-hmm. called the suicide hotline one time, and I just told them, like, that I wanted to kill myself because I was home alone, and I was like, I don't know what to do. Like, I, I want to die, like, right now. And they were like, like, you have so much ahead of you. Like, you just need to keep going. And I feel like that gave me, like, a little bit of faith as well. But, um, like, I don't know. It was, it was something... That's- I knew that there was like this little voice in my head saying like you don't want to die right now, like yeah, like and I, I understand what you're going through, but you don't want to do it.
0: That is wild. Yeah, I've never encountered like I've never had this conversation with someone mm-hmm. who's called suicide hotline.
1: Mhm.
0: And they they really talked you down from it, like you, yeah, because I you, you I felt like- it, not with the like intent to actually. Because you sound like the whole time you knew you weren't going to.
1: Yeah, I knew I wasn't going to. Uh huh. I just, it was like, I just wanted someone to talk to. Mhm.
0: I feel like and that that's, was like the only person you thought would listen. Yeah.
1: And I was like, I just want someone to listen to me. And like I said, like at the time, I, I didn't feel like I was very close to God where I could tell him everything that I was going through. Because mm-hmm. I feel like when I go into prayer, it's just like, I tell him everything that's going on in my life. Yeah and I, I just break down, and I'm like, okay, like, can you listen to me? Like, God, like, just listen to what I want to say to you, and I feel like it's just having a conversation with him, which has helped a lot, but yeah, like, at that, at that moment, like, I called the suicide hotline, because I just wanted someone to listen to me, and pay attention to me, and actually give me, like, what I needed, mm-hmm. more than me listening to, like, my parents, or, like, my friends vent about, like, whatever they were going through, because I feel like everyone's going through like a rough situation in their life like at one point Mm -hmm. and i didn't want to be like that burden on my parents when they were already going through like something else
0: yeah that's a lot that's a key sign to me now talking to people who have depression is they feel like a burden to everybody else like there's people there's people who claim they have depression for and it's attention seeking and then there's people who claim they have depression and then don't want to talk about it want to deal with their on their own and don't, like, share it. And that's true depression. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying either, like, I'm not comparing the two in, like, a negative or positive light. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like, what I've learned that when you're actually depressed is it, it just feels like the world is, it's you and against the world. Like, yeah. you know, it's it feels like nothing can connect with you. And it's just a scary, scary feeling.
1: Yeah, I feel like I would just go to school and put, like, a mask on. Like I, I would, I would, joke around with my friends. I would laugh and like have a good time, like or pre- like pretend, but like in reality, like I would just break down when I get when I got home. Mm-hmm. I would get off the bus and I'd go crying, like walking to my house. Jeez. And I just like I didn't want anyone to like notice because I just didn't want to make people feel bad. Yeah. You know, like I don't want people to like feel bad for me.
0: It's like you were, your body was trying to call for help, but your mind was still not letting you call for yeah. help. So you, you have those conversations with God. Do you have those conversations with someone outside with your parents? Yeah. Like, all the time now?
1: Yeah. I tell my parents when I'm feeling like, when I feel like upset. Mhm. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't really want to, like, look for a therapist because I didn't want to go on medication as well. Because mm-hmm. I knew that that was going to, like... That's smart. I knew that it was going to, like, fuck me up and stuff. It's
0: just tough because yeah. it's like, oh, here's this medicine to produce the chemicals you need for you. And it's like, all right, that's great. I feel great. How do I get off it? You know what I'm saying? It, yeah. There's It just feels like there's no end sometimes.
1: Mm-hmm. And I think that's, like, that brought up, like, a lot of anxiety as well in my life where I just, like, I didn't want to, talk the, to a therapist, but some things that I didn't want to tell, like my parents, I'd be like, Oh, what do I do now? Mm-hmm. So that's what like prayer has helped a lot with me. Cause it's like, if I don't want to tell my parents someone, something like I'll tell God. And I know that he won't judge me. Yeah.
0: Like, that's awesome. Yeah. That you have that. Do you have a friend and or someone who you can tell other than God, you could tell everything?
1: I actually tell my youth pastor a lot of what goes on in my life as well. That's awesome. Yeah, because I know that he won't judge as well. Like he's super, he's like a super chill guy. I've known him like since I was really, really young and he, I told him about everything that went on in my life and stuff and he was like, really? Like you would come to these youth services and like you would look so happy and I didn't even know that you were going through those things. And I was like, yeah, like I just put on a mask and then I'd go home and do the same thing all over again the Mm -hmm. next day and then yeah uh
0: that's such a common like it's too uh I just that's it's sad it really is like that that happens to people and like that's it's tough to ask for help it really is like and Mm -hmm. you don't even know how to you're not taught how to ask for help like for so long you're taught like tough it out like do it yourself you know and like it doesn't work like that it really doesn't and like you Mm -hmm. said you exploded on your mom with emotions and like that's you never expressing them but them never going away you know and like they mm-hmm. had to come out eventually
1: oh yeah I feel like it, I, it was like an argument it was something stupid and then I just like exploded with her and I told her and I broke down and I told her everything that I did I told her about like how I would starve myself like or if she gave me food like I would go throw it up sometimes
0: really yeah
1: like, it was really, really, like, tough. And, like, now that I look back at it, I'm like, dude, how are you, like, not dead from <sighs> everything that you did? Jesus. Like, I, like, I was, like, fucked up. Like, I seriously, like...
0: And no one noticed. No
1: one noticed. Because I would... My mom, sometimes she would send me, um, like, lunch from home. I've always, like, brought lunch from home. And I would just, like, put it in my backpack. I wouldn't eat during lunch. I would go home. I would binge eat, and then I'd be like, oh like, I feel so fat, and then I would go, like, throw it up when my parents weren't home, or, like, when my siblings weren't home, um, and then, yeah, and then after that, I'd be, like, like, why am I like this, and then I'd have, like, these thoughts of, like, killing myself, like, maybe that would be, like, the solution and stuff.
0: And you were home alone a lot of the time?
1: A lot of the time, yeah.
0: That's rough, that's really rough, and you've come from such a dark place, but do you, do you feel as if now you're at, like, your happiest place?
1: Maybe, like, not my happiest, but I'm in a better place than what I was before. How have you
0: been doing lately?
1: I feel like I've been better. Yeah, I've, I feel like that I've found, like, happiness. Mm-hmm. Maybe not, like, the happiest that I've been in my life, There's or that I will emotions be. emotions and trauma
0: yeah. there and stuff.
1: Maybe, like, sometimes I'll, I'll feel, like, upset. Sometimes, sometimes I'll just get, like, these random anxiety attacks or panic attacks. But Can you like,
0: pinpoint where they come from?
1: no sometimes i think like during the whole remote learning like that was like my anxiety was like shooting like yeah. I would, it was not good and i think i had like a couple of anxiety attacks um but yeah like i feel like every day is just like a new day you get to start something new mm-hmm. you get a new like breath of life every day and i yeah, feel like yeah like i think that's like the that's like my motivation every day like you're awake like you enjoy this day life life is beautiful
0: and like when people begin to realize like and really like the biggest thing is realize how fragile it is like how Mm -hmm. easily it could be taken away and how easily it all could be altered you know and Mm -hmm. like that a lot of people find that out the hard way and then start living in the moment and stuff but and you that's a big part of what you've had to do you've had to go through that dark path and find that like, it, it, it all, like, this is all very beautiful. Like, life yeah. is, it's worth it. And it's, there's greater things to it that we don't even realize yet. Mm-hmm. And, like, you, you even knew that subconsciously. And that's why you didn't let yourself do those things, you mm-hmm. know. That's wild.
1: Yeah, yeah. like, um, like I said, like, self-harm was, like, something really big. Um, and, like, I knew that I wouldn't, I wouldn't cut, like, the spots that I, like, knew that if I could like cut too deep like I would die mm-hmm. so I would I also wouldn't cut like on my arms because I knew that people would see it there so I would cut like on my legs um a lot on my stomach because I felt I was like oh like I I would see myself in the mirror I I'd probably like lost a lot of weight and then I would see like someone like ginormous in the mirror and I'd be like like why are you built like this like why does your brain work like this? I like I didn't like seeing that in myself, so I was I would cut myself and the places where I felt like insecure.
0: Wow! Yeah, that is incredible. Like, and it is amazing that you're talking about this right now, you, like so calmly, mm-hmm. and like you've really been through it. I'm yeah. so impressed at the way you're holding yourself and like the way you are now, and yeah, that's amazing, and. So when you, when you run into emotions now, how do you, how do you, do you just release them immediately? You tell those people how you feel?
1: I usually tell my mom.
0: But if you, say yeah. you have like a encounter with someone and they make you feel a certain type of way, do you hold on to that emotion until you get to your mom? Um,
1: I like, I hold on to it and then I get home and then I'll probably like end up crying about it later in the day or something. Uh, I feel like. It's probably, it makes me sound like such a crybaby, but I like to cry because it makes me feel like I That's, could, like, release everything. It's just a release, yeah, not a cry baby. I, like, I don't know. I, I tell my mom, like, most of the things that goes on. Sometimes I don't tell her because I'm, like, I forget about it later in the day. Mm-hmm. I try to, I try to live in the moment and, like, if someone tries to say something negative to me, like, I'll probably ignore it and I, I'll forget about it, like, later. But if it's, like, something that, like, really hit hard, then I'll probably, like, bottle it up, and then I'll get home, yeah. and then I'll just, like, cry. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's something that I've just gotten, like, so used to and so good at, like, doing, because I would bottle up my emotions in middle school. like, mm-hmm. And, like, even, like, my freshman year of high school, like, I'd bottle up these emotions, and I would just go home and just cry, because that's what I, like, like, I would do that all the time. Um, so I've gotten, like, used to doing that like bottling up my emotions if someone says something like really hard r- harsh to me have you
0: wanted have you wanted to be able to just tell them how you feel have you ever had that urge to just let it go right there
1: yeah but then i feel like i'll lose like my self control and i'll just like yeah
0: it's it's tough cuz you have to get like you have to be at a point where there's that not that extra emotion. So when you hit that breaking point with your mom, mm-hmm. there's a lot of extra emotion behind just that moment. Mm-hmm. So right now you seem like you're going through all that extra emotion and getting that out. So then mm-hmm. when you get to really living in the moment, you can have those points where you release emotion, release emotion with that mm-hmm. person and it's just that emotion with them. You don't yeah. you don't drop extra baggage on them, you know? And like that's my f- I have a friend right now who's gone mm-hmm. to everyone he's ever felt like shit from it and like just telling him that and like he's felt amazing like he just keeps going back and talking to the people and talking about the past and just getting rid of it and like,
1: yeah.
0: he, like he doesn't care about it anymore he's like it's just in my subconscious and I need to get rid of it and like yeah. just doing that has made him feel change him 100% and he's become a whole new man and like it is important to release emotion and it's good that you found this system of mm-hmm. getting to your mother and releasing it But you'll find great change with just telling people how it is right away, you know? And it's tough because there is a lot of ego there. And, like, in high school, people take things the wrong way. And like you said, when someone says something negative to you, like, you hold on to it if it hits. But you have to understand if someone's saying something negative to you, you portray what you feel inside. Mm -hmm. So that negativity is not necessarily something against you. That's Mm -hmm. something that they have within themselves. And it's just coming out on you. Like every emotion and every interact any person who gets angry at you it releases emotion on you it's something inside of them that they're portraying to the world you mm-hmm. know and like it's tough because we create it through our egos to be like no that's your problem you know yeah. no that's your fault like this isn't me that's mm-hmm. you and then if you re- if someone who is very secure with themselves can be like oh, apologetic for the mistake maybe they made or understand that it's it's not them it's it's their doing they just like like for me i've run into a bunch of people through like i talked about this in natalie's like i feel like i'm the breaking point for a lot of people lately like from stupid things i do like by accident like mistakes and stuff like that and like they'll freak out they'll freak out on me and a lot of people in my position would escalate it but i i'll just be like you know what you're totally right like i'm sorry even if they're not right yeah just treat it like it's they're correct and kill them with kindness in a sense and then eventually they'll come to their like realization like oh that like that anger was there for nothing where was it from you know what i'm saying and then that's when people start to understand and that's how you could change someone's life in such small interactions is like you could change your life by releasing those emotions and you could change their life by allowing them to recognize those emotions you know
1: but it's awesome what you're doing that's really really cool that you do that too because it probably like gives that person like that feeling of like relief as well after getting those emotions out it's just like
0: it's just like when you don't let a a situation escalate people just kind of sit there like oh shit like what am i doing you know like (laughs) that was really for nothing and it's 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 tough to not escalate it like there's sometimes where i i i've never escalated now Mm -hmm. i never feel the urge to escalate it i always try to de-escalate it and literally talk about it even if it's a stranger like just try to de-escalate it but I haven't gotten to that point exactly. Like, there's a lot of times where I just got to bite my tongue, you know? Like, I just got to roll with it and be like, that's them. That's not me. They're, there's something going on in their life I don't see, I don't know, and it's just coming out on me. I'm not their true anger. I, yeah. I, I haven't interacted with them long enough to cause them that amount of anger, you know? And, like, that's a that's a big part of confidence and, like, under, being secure with yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. And that, that comes along with, with a with a real ego death with that concept of like I'm going to be my true self, you know, and like I'm going to do what I want. Yeah. But it's it's tough. It's really hard to get to that point. You have it's hard to find self-love because we're not taught it. We're not we're not shown how to get to self-love, you know.
1: Yeah. Um I told my dad that I think maybe like a couple of weeks ago I I think he was talking about like weren't you in a relationship yet or like something like yeah. that. Like you don't have a boyfriend. And I was like I feel like I need to love myself first like I need to love myself first and then I could go like, give, it give love someone else love like love yeah like I felt like that's the key point in my life right now too like You're still finding lo- yeah. That self-love yeah
0: and it, it's a process it really is you have to you just have to keep chipping away and finding the insecurities in your life and releasing in them and working on them and it, it takes a while it really does like it took me a while to look at a mirror and say that I love that person in the mirror, you know, and like, it's everybody has it, like, it may not seem as severe for some as for others, but mm-hmm. that's there for everybody. Everybody has to work to get to that point. It doesn't come for it. no one. It just comes for, it, you know, like yeah. comes to like, self love is worked for in everybody I've noticed no yeah. matter what you think you look like, you know, or what you think you do for the world like security only comes with within and like it's with releasing those insecurities
1: yeah yeah i i feel like i do that i've always like looked at myself in the mirror as like someone very ugly but lately i've been like trying to look at myself differently and look at myself like as a beautiful creation of god like and you are yeah like i i i told i told myself well i to, i keep telling myself like you're beautiful, like, God didn't, like, God created a masterpiece, Mm -hmm. whatever, like, whatever you look like, whatever insecurities or flaws that you think you have, those are beautiful in other people, in another person's eyes, Mm -hmm. maybe what you're insecure about, someone else is jealous of, and I was, I was, like, I put those pieces together, and I just, I try to spread love and positivity to other people, when they're, like, I'm so ugly, like, I have acne and stuff, and I'm, like, no, like, love yourself, like, and embrace what you have. Like, it's
0: it's a big part of, like, yeah. we want to fit this normal, this word normal, but we need to learn to love our uniqueness, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? We need to love to learn our individuality, like, we've yeah. come to this point where we're all trying to fit some template, because we've been put in a school system, in a society where there is a template we're all trying to reach, like, yeah. we're all, not reach, but there's a template we're all put in to be pumped out to be the same, yeah. and that, it just correlates with. Social constructs like that, you know, and like you are a beautiful girl, and like you you telling yourself that, like you're manifesting it, and you you will see. You're working on it. You know what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. you recognize it, and you you're gonna make those changes and find those insecurities in your life, and like keep releasing them and keep telling yourself that, and like it's awesome that you've recognized that, you know, and it's you just need to become your best friend, you know, like you have your mom and your dad as your best friend, but to be like it's a, a little bit dark thought but who's waking up with you every day 100% yeah and that's you and that's that's the person you need to be closest with
1: yeah you're sure right like I, I feel like I've I've gotten closer to myself like I said like I found myself and I also found myself in God which is like really really good and really like it, it's made me better as a person
0: mm-hmm. and
1: like as a sibling as like a daughter as well like I feel like like i've I'm expressing more love to my family as well because I've learned to love myself over the years like all all like that trash that was in my head, yeah. like telling myself these things like I use those things to like motivate myself into thinking and well into believing that I'm beautiful, that I'm strong, that I'm not a burden on someone else's life, yeah, and it's it's also been like really good because I've had God to like guide me through this. Like, guide me through, like, like these toxic friendships, like mm-hmm. I said. Like, through the emotions that I go through. Sometimes when I feel like I have to break down and I have to tell someone something, I, I speak to God. Mm-hmm. And, like you said, like, I wake up with myself every morning, but I know that I'm also waking up with God. Because mm-hmm. God is giving me that other breath of life to That's wake awesome. up every morning. So, I always... Every morning, I'm like, "Thank you God for giving me another day of life. Thank you God, because I know that you're going to do something new today mm-hmm. I know that you're going that you woke me up for a reason and to spread love to people
0: and once you start spreading that love, you yeah. notice how how it just comes back. It just bounced back. Mm-hmm. Do you believe in karma
1: Yes, I do
0: that's awesome yeah and it's, <laughs> it's just a word to people, but when you look at all religions and you start to look into things, it's the concept of putting in what you get back, bouncing off the frequencies that are gonna come back to you. And like, if you, every morning, if I'm not feeling that self-love or if I wasn't feeling that self-love, I just start bouncing off the positivity cause not for it to come back, but just Mm -hmm. the feeling of giving it off is amazing in itself. And then before you know it, it's coming back. And like, it is selfish in a way, but like we have to work together, you know? Oh yeah,
1: yeah. You're totally right because I mean, Obviously, like just because I'm happier now, doesn't mean that I'm happy every single day. Like sometimes I wake up feeling like
0: yeah, you're happy. Like complete
1: shit. Like sometimes I wake up and I'm like, oh my gosh, like I don't want to like do this. I feel the same way. And then, like you said, like I always, even though I wake up feeling that way, I know that if I if I make someone else happy or if I make someone else feel like they're important, like you know, like and feel good about themselves then I know that, like, that'll come back. Like, You're picking me, yourself up, yeah. in a
0: sense. And?
1: Like, just seeing someone else happy makes me happy.
0: Do you have, like, a morning routine that could get you in a good mind space at all? Like, do you do a morning prayer? Like, um, I know a lot of Christians like to meditate themselves and, like...
1: Um, I usually, like I said, like, I wake up and I, and I thank God for the day. Uh-huh. I feel like that's, maybe that's, like, a routine. Like, I just mm-hmm. do that every day and I thank God for giving me, like another day to enjoy another day to like experience new things and to meet new people Mm -hmm. because the more people I meet like the more I could learn about someone else like sometimes like at my job I have like these old ladies like come up to me like I work at a shoe place I work at DSW oh that place is
0: awesome yeah
1: so uh, sometimes these old ladies tell me these funny stories about like their feet or like their husband's (laughs) shoe or something like that and it just I just like listening to people yeah. and then sometimes there's like if there's no customers in the back I just like let them talk they're like thank you for listening to me and I'm like of course like that that's what I'm like here." yeah for. it's like, awesome I, I love, love listening to, to yeah. I love
0: listening to stories and like everyone does at their core you know everyone yeah. loves diving into what they know about and everyone yeah. loves learning about what other people know about mm-hmm. you know and like there's a bit at our core we do but in ego sometimes we don't because we're like ah oh, like they think they know more than me you know yeah. what i'm saying or like oh they think i don't already know that but it's like no they're just spreading the information they do know like you yeah. just got to receive it so they have they have that purpose of it you yeah. know and like
1: and sometimes you like learn something new even almost it's, every time yeah, like,
0: you learn something new
1: yeah so yeah. i mean that's what i like doing i like listening to old people talk to me a lot Children as well. Sometimes these kids like have these funny like stories. Sometimes I babysit like my cousins and stuff yeah. and they tell me like these like funny things that happen during their day and I it I it just gives me joy, you know, yeah. like listening to other people. Like I feel like I used to find it as a burden when I was going through like that that tough stage in my life that I would be like, Oh, I don't wanna listen to you, I don't wanna listen to your problems, I don't know I don't care about what's going on in your life. I only like wanna be alone mm-hmm. and, like do do me isolation now yeah now i feel like i i enjoy those moments yeah because it's the little things in life that make me happy you know
0: that's awesome yeah that's so awesome and like i watch this show um alone and it's like where these people go in the like northern canada and survive on their own Mm -hmm. and like a lot of them have to quit not because they don't have food and because they don't have shelter it's because they literally go insane with themselves you know like we need human interaction like it's crazy how much we need it you know and Mm -hmm. a lot of people get more lost and lost and lost when they think they got to take on the world themselves and it's like we're all here together like yeah i could be going through some shit but i could give you a helping hand and like that will pick me up and we'll pick... Like, we rise as one, you know? We all just gotta keep helping each other up and keep going. And, like, if you're in a really good spot, you have to give out that helping hand. You can't sit up there in a greedy sense, you know? Oh, yeah. And, like, if you're in a lower spot, you need to be able to ask for that help, which is... It's tough. I, I never knew how to ask for help. I really didn't. It took forever.
1: Yeah, neither did I. I felt like... I think that that call to like the hotline was like the first step into like me bettering my mental health mm-hmm. because I was, I knew that I didn't want to like
0: you knew do you knew it. I knew. Like I knew that
1: I didn't want to do it. I felt like, like it was like the only option, but I feel like that was like the first step into like, like helping myself. Cause I was like, oh, okay, well I asked this person for help, someone that I don't even know. Like maybe it's time to ask, like, like my friends or someone for help
0: and it's interesting you say that because a lot I've had a lot of people come to me and say like I don't want to die I just need to get alone like I need to get away and then I and I I I all I just this is going to contradict what I'm saying but Mm -hmm. someone who says that and knows what they need just need like also need to go give it to themselves because a lot Mm -hmm. of people could get stuck up like a lot of your anxiety and depression came from other people mm-hmm. in a sense too so you might mu- getting alone and getting with yourself can help you so much but when you're in a dark place it can hurt you so much it's it's whatever that person needs mm-hmm. and like you said you didn't want to die but you knew you needed to kind of get away for a little bit you mm-hmm. know and like that's what you did and that's how you got here and then you found god and found all this and like you're getting you said like you said you're not happy but you're getting happier, and, like, that's all that matters, and, like, if you keep finding, if you keep making every day better than you found it, like, there's no way you'll ever stop improving, yeah, in any sense, and, like, my recommendation for you is you found a little morning regimen, but keep working on the start of your day, that's where, that's where I found a lot, is just looking for how how to start my day what's going to make me feel the best because the way you start your day is the way your day goes you know and like i a big thing for me and i talk about this a lot on the podcast is meditation like when you meditate and you're breathing and focusing on your breath and clearing your mind even if it's a bad meditation session it's better than not doing it at all because you what meditation is Is living in the moment and you don't want to dwell on thoughts, so you catch and release them and Mm -hmm. you let them come in, acknowledge them and release them in the sense go back to your breath if you're counting your breath like a square breath. Mm -hmm. But there's some mornings where I can't focus on my breath and these thoughts keep coming in and I just think about them. But even giving that time to myself to think about them Mm -hmm. makes me feel better. Like even though it wasn't good meditation, it was good to get that time of my day out of the way yeah you know like at that time to think about all the stressful shit mm-hmm. now put it up on a shelf or on a to-do list in my mind and then just start banging it up you know yeah. and like prioritizing things and like a lot of people just don't give their self time to their self to to organize those thoughts you know and like you should try meditation and like yeah. just a, like a breathing practice because a lot of it stems from a lot of stress stems from breathing if you ever notice when you're When your emotions are heightened, or like you are not feeling well, check your breath and like it's probably shorter, and you're probably breathing through your mouth instead of your nose. And
1: yeah, my mom's also like taught me a lot like with my breathing control because she, she always like. I think when I had like my first couple of like anxiety attacks, like I would tell her about it, and she's like, "So how are you breathing?" Like, she would always tell me to count like to ten, like Mm -hmm. and like check how my breath would like, you know, like how I would like relax fluctuate. myself. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, I mean like checking like how I, how like I manage myself when like I'm going through like that situation or like if like my breathing, like I always try to control that, you know, like try to focus on myself in that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I just, I feel like I wanted to like tell you this like today because like, I, want, I wanted to, like, speak about it so people could find help if they need it.
0: Yeah, help, and there's a, there's a lot of people who have come to me with similar scenarios and don't know where to start. And my greatest suggestion, and I'd like to give you, mm-hmm. let you give your greatest suggestion, for me, is just whatever you feel is right, do it. No matter if it worked for someone else or not, whatever mm-hmm. you feel is right, do it. Girls or guys who come to me and tell me they need to start with just being alone, do it. That's how you feel. There's some people who just need to start with releasing those emotions to others, do it. That's how you feel, you know? And like,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: no matter where you start, you're gonna get to that same end goal, which is happiness. You just need to find the start through your feelings.
1: Yeah, I I completely agree. I feel like that's what I did to myself. I listened to myself. The most important thing is you. And mm-hmm. your mental health and I I learned to listen to myself after like that situation where I had to like call someone else I was like okay well I listen to myself there what else do I have to do and I, I like even searching up online like online gives you like so many like amazing. good yeah like you could Google ideas. absolutely
0: anything YouTube anything and yeah it.
1: literally like I I was like okay so how do I tell someone that I'm dealing with like shit in my life like how do I tell could someone I that, that yeah and then It was like, tell someone close to you. Well, I didn't want to tell my parents about it just yet. And I knew that telling, like, one of my friends wasn't, like, a good idea because I had already told a couple. And then, yeah. So, I told my youth pastor about it, like, after I had gone to that encounter. So, he was the first one? Yeah, he was one of, it was he. Okay, sorry. He was, he was, like, one of the first people I told. And he, he helped me for, like, maybe four months, like, Mm -hmm. four to five months. And then he was like, okay, now do you feel ready to speak to your parents about it or, like, to your friends? And then I told one of my closest friends, like, she's like my sister, like, I told her about it as well. And then after that, when I, like, broke down, I felt like that was the moment where I was like, okay, now I could speak to my parents about it.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. And you built up to your parents, and then you will build up to your friends, and yeah. the next thing you know, you're telling a stranger how they made you feel, you know? Yeah, like, and, and I'm, that's like, exactly telling, this. like, the whole
1: world now because, like, I know a lot of people are going to listen to this. But like, I just want people to know that, <laughs> like, you need to find help. Like, it's, it's even though it's you like It's tough to yeah. ask
0: for it, but there, there's people there with open arms. You yeah. don't realize it; they seem closed because they don't they don't know you need help. Yeah. But once you tell someone you need help, a lot of people are open to help you. It's not like, and if they aren't, and you run into someone who doesn't want to help you, come to me, come to Deborah, come to someone who you. Mm-hmm you've heard speak on this podcast and, like, we're all open to helping, you know? Like, that's what it's all about. And, like, this is awesome that you want to share your story. Like, this is the first time meeting you and, like, you've come on and just (laughs) released your story. Like, it, you said you've had a hard time talking about this with your parents. Yeah. And now you're talking to a basic stranger (laughs) in front of a microphone that's going to have a decent amount of people behind it listening. That's awesome. And, like, that's going to make you feel amazing going home after this and telling all your friends about doing this and like having them know that you just released it you know
1: yeah that's awesome yeah like I just I felt like I wanted to tell people my story um because I know that a lot of people like boys girls any gender that you identify as like I know that everyone is like going through a tough time in their life if it's like small or if it's big like I just want people to know that like I'm here for them. My DMs are literally open. Like I <laughs> like I don't care if you want to text me, I will literally text you back and if you want to talk, you want to vent, like I'll I'll listen to you cuz that's, that's what awesome. I like to do for people cuz I knew that it wasn't people weren't there for mm-hmm. me when I needed it the most.
0: The one thing I have yeah. to say to you is that's amazing. Yeah. But protect your energy oh, at yeah. the same time. Don't let if like let people vent to you, let give them advice but if you're giving advice to a person who doesn't want to take it and doesn't want to listen and is a little closed-minded yeah don't it's you need to protect yourself like you said you Mm -hmm. know and like that's a big thing i was running into at the beginning of all this is i was trying to help everybody but not everybody wanted the help right away you know and like and not even like every not everyone wanted the help but not everybody knew how to take the help you know what i'm saying and like That's where you got to like be patient and have that faith, faith in God, faith in whatever you believe in that it's going to, it's going to happen for everyone. And like, don't, don't let people eat away your positive energy. If someone's in a hard point of their life and they're not going to eat away at their energy, but take it and let it fuel them Mm -hmm. and bounce it back one day or bounce it to someone else, then it's worth your energy, you know, but if it's someone who's just going to be a wall and you're just throwing everything you got at it it's it hurts you more than you realize you I know
1: mean, yeah yeah i totally understand that cuz i was i feel like that's what i did a lot with my parents mm. and i would i would just throw all my energy at them and i i didn't realize that it was doing me harm i mm-hmm. thought that what i was doing was just like normal that like it wasn't bad but yeah like i just i want people to understand that there's always someone there for them
0: Every, always yeah. someone there there's
1: always someone there like like i said like i don't really care what like faith you like have or like what belief you you like practice if you're like muslim um christian uh jewish like i don't Anything. i don't care like just literally like just believe in yourself but yeah faith in yourself is always key mm-hmm. and then like obviously like i believe in in god like but I know that I have to have faith in myself as well. Mm-hmm. And I have to, like, like I said, like, love is always key as well. Like, you have to love yourself as well. And make sure that you're giving yourself that love.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Um, You've definitely listened to a couple episodes. You know that I have the guest pick, the intro song, Did You Pick One? No. You didn't? No. Do you have a favorite song?
1: Um,
0: Anything. Favorite song today, favorite song yesterday, whatever you just... Groove out to, and you don't even have, the words don't have to have a meaning, if the beat's there, the words are there, and you don't even realize it yet.
1: Actually, um, I haven't, like, I don't really know. Actually, there's one that I really like, it's by Hillsong, it's Uh called Best Friends, I've been, I was jamming out to it in the car, actually, yeah. It's called Best Friends by Hillsong, and it's like the studio version, so. Yeah.
0: Do you, do you know the lyrics of it, like, in the sense, like, what are they talking about, or you just like the beat to it?
1: I just like the beat to it, honestly. That's awesome. Yeah. And right. it's, like, I don't know. It's kind of cool. It's, like, it's it's a nice beat. The new album is coming out soon, so that's why I was listening to it. So,
0: Best Friends by Hillside? Yeah, by that's Hillsong awesome. Young and Free. That's awesome. They
1: got some, like, really good albums, so if anyone wants to listen to that. I...
0: <laughs> that's dope. And, like, I bet if you go back to that song with a really good beat and you listen to the words real closely, it's it's talking to you. Oh, yeah. You know? And, like, the, when when I found Faith and I went back to those musics where I just like the beat, the words were speaking to me in a way I didn't even realize.
1: Oh yeah. I like to listen to the lyrics as well sometimes. And it's just, that, just like yeah the the words just sometimes in the moment it's like, oh dang, like I was just thinking about that.
0: <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. But we're I'm gonna wrap this up. Peace out. So much is missing. So give us the real thing.